Welcome to today's show, everyone. Today, Kristen's going to discuss the power of a system and loving ourselves to our goals. The key is how to build a solid infrastructure deliberately constructed first and in a way that will bring your desires to your doorstep by becoming the one to whom the goal already belongs to. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this beautiful show. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Kristen here. Today's podcast is on the power of a system and loving yourself to your goals. And boy, talk about my own everyday awakening. This is a timely topic for me and some things that I've been going through. But you know, as a coach and someone who is interested in my own potential, I am always interested in ways I can really encourage and inspire behavior change in myself. And then of course, by extension to my clients that, that can really lead to transformation, not just meeting some small goal. I'm talking about transformation, evolution, really going somewhere powerful. And I've had some really great learnings lately that I'd, I'd like to share and discuss. And from there, Laura, we can just kind of see what arises and what comes through us on the show today. Okay, great. I'm looking forward to it. So I was listening to um, a recent Brene Brown podcast. I, I love it. Her, her Unlocking Us podcast. Her guest was uh, a guy named James Clear, and he's the author of a book called Atomic Habits. And full disclosure, I've not read the book. So I don't know much about it, but I took a lot away from this two-part podcast. I just couldn't stop listening to it. I listened to it a couple of times Mm -hmm. because it really intersects beautifully with a lot of themes on our show and really what I've been learning through coaching courses that I'm also taking. So I kind of want to talk about that intersection. Okay, great. So he really articulated some beautiful and practical ways to look at habit change and essentially you know, do what we're talking about, create your own reality, which is a constant theme for us. Mm -hmm. So as you know, and both of us follow and study with and learn from many human potential researchers, um, leaders, teachers, they, they all have varying processes, but they all really do seem to follow some common themes. And this is, this is what's starting to stick with me more and more as I learn to navigate my own behavior systems and discern what works because I've fallen on my face a few times lately in instances where I thought I was creating something wonderful and I was sort of quote in charge of it. I was manifesting and then it was like, Mm -hmm. and then it's, it's like a kick in the gut. It's like, well, that didn't work. (laughs) Yes. So, so what was it that didn't work? Um, So that's kind of what, what, what I've been looking at personally. Okay. That reminds me of something really, um, I think important that I'd like to share later on when you get to that part, because it's, uh, it goes along with like, why are our creations not, why do they not turn out the way we, the way we have anticipated or the way that we've imagined? And, uh, and and there's a great energetic response, which I'm sure you're going to get into. And I would love to contribute to that too. Well, absolutely. And let's see where we go because what I what I really like to dive into here is 
is the whole continuum of manifestation from the mystical to the very practical. Because mm-hmm. I'm very, very interested in that. Um, and as you know, there's many esoteric teachers, you know, like Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham. There's system approach kind of people like this James Clear. There's research teachers like Joe Dispenza. And then there's teachers of all kinds who are, are a little bit of both. And, and, and right now I'm studying with Katie and Gay Hendricks, who, who are masterful at human potential. And I love this because each perspective is a little bit different you know, from mystic to cut and drive. And I find it all valuable and holistic. So today I want to talk more about some systems we might use to help with our own personal development. And for me, when I learned about systems, I was like, huh? So this is what's cool about it. And it's, it's a, it's a piece of what was missing for me. And I'm willing to bet it's a piece that's missing for a lot of us. So there's an obsession uh, I've, I have an obsession with the, with a quote from from James Clear from this podcast, and it's all around right now. So the quote is, "You do not rise to the level of your goals; you fall to the level of your systems." Mm. That's incredible. Mm. So you do not rise to the level of your goals; you fall to the level of your systems. So goals are simply desired outcomes; they're a punch list of things we want to achieve. So like, like I want to lose 25 pounds. That would be a common goal for a client of mine. Okay. Although it's always where they want to start. It's we usually get much deeper than that, (laughs) but let's use that as a simple example. I want to lose 25 pounds. So that would be a goal. Now the system is the collection of daily habits you follow to get you to the goal. Got it. Okay. This is where the rubber meets the road. So you say you fall to the level of system. So you're falling into the level of habits and the level of living that you're doing every day. Yeah. You, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, right? So you are, you're only going to get as far as, I like to think of it as scaffolding that you build to get you there. Yeah. It's the scaffolding that matters, right? This is, this is where we get tripped up. Um, we get goal focused. Um, and sometimes don't have a system to actually guide us there. Yeah. Um, I love, I love where you're going with that because it's like, how high up did you build the scaffold? Did you build it high enough to maybe even transcend the goal that you had originally had, or did you build it halfway up so that you could struggle the rest of the way because you have this unconscious belief that that's the way it's supposed to look? Yeah. Or keep looking up at it like it's impossible to achieve and you fall into the shame and blame cycle, you know, self-loathing because you're not quite getting to the goal or Mm. is the scaffolding just weak and it, it just constantly falls apart Um, Love it. Like the importance of taking care of yourself while you're working because you could be this, you could be the weak scaffolding. That's a beautiful metaphor. That scaffolding metaphor. I like it. That's kind of the way that I like to, I like to look at it. And that's kind of what makes sense to me. So what's, what's strong and let's talk about kind of how to get there. Okay. Um, You know, one other issue with goals is that if we don't have a system, 
when we have when we have a goal that that we constantly don't meet, like I want to lose 25 pounds, we tend to just repeat old habits and behaviors that never got us there in the first place. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of do what you did, get what you got. Um, which I often tell clients, or or what James Clear says is your current habits are perfectly designed to deliver you current results. Yep. Mm, well said. So if we look at goals, right, goals are the end prize. It's winning the game, but the systems are playing the game. Mm. And playing the game is what's important. Um, it's the cycle of continuous improvement, right, over a lifetime. So what happens when you lose the 25 pounds? Do you say, oh, I'm done. I can go back to everything that I used to do. And, and that's a common misnomer, I would say. It's like the detox that we're doing. The reason we start at four weeks and there's a plan well beyond that four weeks is because this is this is a starting point. This yeah. is the beginning of a system and a structure. And then from there, it's it's building upon that structure. Yeah. I, I had that thought earlier today as I was making myself breakfast and um, you know, going through the, I'm in, I think week three, I think I'm, I think this is the beginning of my fourth week. I'm not sure. It doesn't it's matter. It's it, yeah. Okay. It doesn't even matter what week I'm in because it's not a week. It's not a system that I'm building that's built by the week. It's, it's a forever system. And as I was making myself breakfast, I had bought like this, like four pieces of multi-grain walnut cranberry bread at mm. the supermarket last week at the end of week three. And I thought, well, this would be delicious. And, and this, I have no other bread in my house. I have no other bread products. And if I have only bought four pieces, I still have it. It's like, you know, I still have three pieces in there. My point is it's okay to have something that's really beautiful and healthy that I don't normally eat because it's not white bread either. Like that's changed. The ingredients of which I'm building my scaffolding have changed as well. Um, but it's a, it's a sustaining change. It's not something that's temporary. It's a way of living. So the scaffolding becomes like, like you pick, like it'd be like shopping for a scaffolding that you knew you could rely on that was built well. Like you always want to do, you always want to have the best ingredients, the best supplies, the best way to support you. And that is in changing and adopting new ways of eating that sustain you, that you don't have to flip flop back and forth from, but just be sustained through the structure for the rest of your life. Yes. And yeah. it's important that you don't hate what you're doing. You don't want to that that's the that's the whole scaffolding analogy is it strong is it is it is it resistant is it going to stand the test of time is it a strong piece of steel versus i don't really want to be doing this or building this you know resistance the whole way yeah and you can ebb and flow with it and that's the cool part um and and that's that's the power of of small changes and i want to talk about like the like a really cool first step okay and we've talked about this before, and this is, again, one of those commonalities anywhere from if you're talking about manifesting uh, through laws of attraction, or if you're talking about systemic approach to something where it's more cut and dry, some of these starting points, this starting point is really the same. And that is 
asking yourself first, who is it that I'm becoming, right? Who is the type of person I want to be? Yeah. What identity do I want to reinforce within myself? And what system can I design to get me there? And what behaviors reinforce that? What do these people do? So if I'm if I'm a, a woman that wants to lose 25 pounds, I'd recommend not going back to any previous version of yourself where you may have lost 25 pounds because chances are that was when you were in your 20s and you now might be in your 40s and 50s. It's not fair. And that can lead to that whole scary goal setting and, and, and weak framework to get there because it's a false premise, right? Yeah. So it's starting exactly where you are. It's You've got to start exactly where you are. So that might mean, okay, well, uh, you know, is using your example. So it could be as simple as day one, first of all, embody this person and ask yourself, well, what would she do? Well, she wouldn't have white bread around the house necessarily. White bread might work for some people. I don't want to demonize it, but I'm using this example. <laughs> it really shouldn't work for people. But anyway, I don't want to make anything bad. You recognize that, well, the person that I'm embodying would have a really good quality, yes, nurturing bread that's going to feed me and sustain me. Yeah. And so it could be as simple as that day one, I'm just going to switch the bread I have in my house. Bingo, piece of scaffold. Yes. And then, and then what else would this person do to embody it? Well, she would probably eat more vegetables. So I'm going to put one piece of broccoli on my plate at night. It can be that <laughs> minute. So now you've got bread, you've got whole grain. Listen, bread, if you're putting one, you should put at least five down and just put them all in your mouth at Start the same small. time if you have to. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, or Another strategy could be, I don't like broccoli. I'm going to pick another vegetable I like. Yeah. You know, the whole point is just meet yourself where you are, be flexible mm -hmm. and take one step at a time. Build a small habit that lasts so that it's, you know, the scaffolding is solid and withstanding. And it's like if, if you, if you've got a great foundation, you build a few pieces that are unstable, you're only going to fall back down to where that last place was. And then you have an opportunity to build again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. I'm and, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking, um, I love the, I love the practical examples that we're using for, you know, health and wellness and nutrition and the structure of the body being, you know, I just wanted to add like a spiritual component to it just because I'm like, I love that. Right. So it's like my passion. I'm just thinking like, um, you know, the body is being sustained because it's, it's carrying this amazing awareness inside of it that gets to experience the world. And as the awareness experiences the world from a place of strength and support and habits that are um, rewarding in every possible way, then the, the energy of that, that's, that's all like the body that's sustaining you. And then you've got this amazing energy field of gratitude for this beautiful life 
surrounding you and sustaining you. And you just, it's like a roller coaster, you know, or it's like that snowball that rolls down the hill. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and the body mind connection, you know? So it's like, it's like making those decisions to support your body while it carries this spirit of experience to, to enjoy the world through is affected by the structure of the healthy body. And, and when you are alive in joy in a healthy body with a singing spirit, it makes you reach higher and higher because you become bigger and bigger, more expansive. And I just, okay. So there's a great example of the practical and ethereal, (laughs) (laughs) right. And like, so it's, and how they interconnect and they relate and it's important because because you want to experience life in as much as a way that is as whole as possible in all ways, not just in like four areas of your life, but in all areas of your life, you know, don't accept less. Don't be, don't like, feel like it's okay. My relationships are great. My health is great. Um, My finances are wonderful, but I have no idea who I am. And I'm lost inside the the thoughts that are, you know, constantly bombarding me and taking me out of a great space. Like don't settle for that. Like work the system in every system, have supportive systems for all of you in every way that you are. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could, you could use this, this uh, scaffolding analogy for any growth potential. And around that is, you know, the energy of it, like you're talking about, there's an energetic signature to it. And that's, Mm -hmm. that is part of it. So you could, you could look at a very cut and dry system of, okay, I get it. I have a goal. I have to build some kind of system. I have to have an idea of who I want to be. And then I have to take a step forward, which might include eating broccoli. So, so very cut and dry. (laughs) However, the difference or the difference is is when you create that strong foundation is the the intention the energetic intention and signature is there if you are creating the scaffolding through an through embodiment mm. you are that person you you are creating you're moving towards you're embodying so that energetic signature in terms of you know energy to matter is much more powerful than when we're stuck in that old oh i have to go on a diet I have to, I'm not minimizing this, but, but I'm talking about that old story. Yeah. I I have to go on a diet. I have to not eat. I have to, no, no, no. Oh, darn. It's chicken and fish again. You know, you you don't create from that space. Right. There's no such up. There's no creation from that. It it is, it is, it is a total setup and and that just leads to the shame and the guilt and the blame cycle over and over again. And that's that whole, do what you did, get what you got. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm talking about like loving yourself into the person you want to become. And right, this is something that I've been working with in other areas of my life. So I would, I would challenge our listeners to make that shift to love themselves into who they want to become and think about what system might be required to put in place. And I'm not talking about Googling a thousand ways to lose weight. I'm <laughs> right. talking about going in, going in, 
picture yourself, who you want to be, who are you going to become? What do they feel like? What do they look like? What does she, what would she do? And let that be you. And let that be that wise inner woman that, that guides you and then start building and get yeah. help if you need it. I love that. It reminds me of the big why that you talk about. And uh, I wrote my big why down and hung it on my refrigerator for months, like a year and a half ago. And my husband and I read it every day. It's down because it was scratching the refrigerator. I didn't realize it, but anyway, it's in my office now. I really loved it on my fridge though. And uh, it was that like, I was envisioning the woman that I would be um, that I am already, that I would grow into and that how she would feel in her body and how she would move and walk and hike and be in the ocean and how she would cook and how she would sip and have coffee in the, in the mornings, looking out over the ocean and just like who, you know, what's it, who, who do I need to become today to ensure that that becoming becomes and this becomes, uh, here. And, and it, it was really a game changer because, because you're feeling into it. It's not just your intellectual mind contemplating and formulating a plan. It's embodying through the like cellularly, like feeling the biology of, of the woman that you envision yourself to be. Because if she's there in the future, then she's got to be here now because she wouldn't be there in the future if you weren't here now, if you yeah. weren't becoming her now. There was no, there's no possibility for that to occur. But if you are, if you are wanting that, then it's to become it. You, the only way is to become it now. It is literally the only way it's like, okay, maybe there's three steps and I could get into that, but this, not this podcast. And I don't even know what the three steps are, but I bet you can come up with them. I could come up with them if I wanted to, but (laughs) but one of the three steps is you must become it now. Period. (laughs) Done. Yeah. Yes. Embody it. it, Embody it. And that if that's a if that's a stretch, then work with that first. That is your first piece of scaffolding right there. Yeah. It it is it is really connecting with it because if you can create it in your mind, you can get there. I mean, you got it, feel it, believe it. Yeah. You you can get there. That's the you you can't get anywhere you can't imagine yourself to be. Absolutely. And when you think it or imagine it, you're setting the body up to biologically become it because you're washing your body with all the right hormones and all the right places. Um, you know, if you sit around and you think about, oh my God, I'm getting old and my bones are crickety. Well, guess what? You're going to be noticing more crickety bones versus, and that's just the thought that, that creates a state of physicality. Um, versus, you know, thinking, thinking a good, healthy, beautiful, energetically life-sustaining thought. Um, I am beautiful. You know, I am strong. I will always become the strongest version of myself in any moment as a thought that's going to create a completely different physicality today, next month, or 25 years from now. Exactly. And, and, and I would add if, if for some people, it might feel like a little bit of a stretch, we're not talking about some, some affirmation that's, that has no meaning. It's just words. This is, 
this is like, and I know one thing, um, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about is like going up the emotional scale. So if you're only capable of feeling mm, pensive about the whole thing, well, I don't know about this. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this, this is going to work. It's okay. Meet yourself there. What's the next step up from that? The next step up from pensive might be, okay, I can be a little bit flexible with it. So just kind of take a step, take a step. It's important that your, your, your ability to feel matches where you are. So I love so, what you So saying. go big, but, yeah. but don't go bigger than right. okay. you can expand into with in that you're feeling in that right. moment. And I, so what you're saying is notice the level of consciousness to which you are looking at this goal from and within. Yeah. And if you notice it's pensive, you, you could become willing to give it a go with your pensiveness. You can bring it along, but the next step up, it would be, uh, but I'm, I'm pensive, but I'm willing to give it a go. It's not like, and here I am expanded on the mountaintop with my arms out wide. You're, but you're willing to start the envisioning with your pensiveness, but you're envisioning something up, like up leveled, a step up leveled. Up-leveled. Yes. Yeah. Got yeah. It. And, and this is something the Hendrix talk about in, in the course. It's like, there's levels. It's like, first we might say, I want, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Next step, well, I'm, I'm willing to make some changes to lose weight. And then the final step is I commit to, and the commitment is, that's, that's the power, right? That's, that's creating the, um, the system. Yeah. It's, it is a commitment to it and it's unwavering. It's, it is it's unwavering. The first, first steel pipe. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And then can you say those three things again? Yeah. So there's, I want, mm-hmm. which is kind of a statement. I want to lose weight. Yeah. I'm just using this as an example. Then it could be, well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take a few steps forward this and I'm willing to get white bread out of the house. And then there is that, that whole embodiment of it. Like I commit. Yes. To losing 25 pounds because, and then this is your vision. I'm yes. And, but what I love about this conversation right here, I'm getting excited is then, then you be, then you become it right. Then you are it. So it's like, I want, I'm committed. I, I want, I will make changes. I'm now committed to it. I am it now I've become it, but we're actually saying to become it first, even in your wantingness to notice that there's a becoming occurring. I want to become this, you know? And then, so but we're like flipping it upside down instead of like working towards something to finally get it, it's becoming that what you want to get first. And then knowing that you're wanting it, knowing that you're willing to make changes, knowing that you're committed to it, knowing that you already are it. And then starting from the already are-ness in some way, shape or form. Yeah. If you can think it, there's momentum there. Just get into the momentum of it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Cool. (laughs) Wow. I really enjoyed that. I I enjoyed it too. It's something that I'm I'm working on myself. I'm building some scaffolding. Yes, we are becoming. 
We are always becoming. We are. Mm-hmm. And we, we are. are. What is, if we are, I'm going afield here. If we are, are we, are we no longer becoming? No, we're always, always are becoming. <laughs> we always are becoming. We are there becoming. There is no are. You know, oh, that reminds me of, of, of something is that, that whole myth of arrival. Mm-hmm. You, there is no arriving. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Mind yes. you, there, there is only the act of evolution, building, movement, noticing, energy. And noticing there you are. You're yeah. already there. I am here. I am this. I, am beco- I have become. I am becoming. I will become because of who I became through my last becoming. I'm becoming more now. There's always more. What are you becoming, Laura? What's one thing you're becoming? I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Um, Really very clear. I am clarity. Mm. Um, And psychic. I I realize that I definitely, and I don't, you know, I'm still at an edge even saying it, but the last couple of months have like not let me not see it. And that one scares me a little bit, but because I have no idea how I'm going to get there. And that's exactly the point we're making. I already am it, but I, but I am not a, I am not a master of the awareness of what it is yet. So I'm becoming aware more of that ability to be fully into all that I am. And part of that is someone that gets information for other people. And yeah, so that, but I like the clear one. <laughs> I am clear. I'm becoming clear and clear. Yeah. I guess about psychic stuff too. So, well, yeah. it goes together, clear channel, becoming clear in, in whatever it is that's coming through you. Yeah. Yeah. I am becoming clear. And you know, you know what, why I'm becoming clear? This is like, I'm becoming clear. I am clear actually already, but becoming more clear because I am calm. Hmm. And I, because I have become calm. I worked within calmness last year and with calm in the middle of a storm, there's clarity because you have all of you here now to be with. So that's like, you know, just a trajectory of who I became, what is what has become of me. And now because of that, I have more that is becoming. And then that will produce more too. Yeah. So what are you it's expansion? Yeah. What am I becoming? I'm becoming lots of things, but right now I feel like I am becoming my full, I am coming into my full power. I feel like I'm expanding and taking I'm I'm taking my space. Ooh. Oh, I love it. I'm not sure how else to say it. It's it's about confidence and my truth. Um yeah, showing up in my full essence. That's what yeah, that's beautiful. Showing up like here I am and I am here. 
Here I am, and I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, I love yeah. that. This was fun. Thank you so much. This was brilliant, Kristen. I loved every second of it. Thank you. I did too. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. Take good care. Thanks for listening to Everyday Awakening. How can today awaken you to the greatness that lives within? To ask a question, suggest a topic, or contact us, please email us at everydayawakeningpodcast at gmail.com. If you really like our show, please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a few friends. 